I was actually born here in Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And yeah, so they came, my parents came here 25 years ago to give me and my siblings a better life. And obviously it's paying off now. Um, my older sister is graduating, just graduated with her associate's degree under criminal justice. And you know, I'm next. So it's pretty interesting and pretty, I'm pretty glad my parents decided to come to the United States. Welcome to Highest Aspirations, an education podcast that explores the world of English language learners and how we can make a greater impact. Each episode, we bring you voices from across the ELL community to discuss the issues that matter most. Highest Aspirations is brought to you by Elevation Education, your partner for ELL program management and instruction. Hey everybody, welcome back to Highest Aspirations. I'm your host, Steve Sofronis. In this bonus episode, we speak with Maria Perez of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Maria was the recipient of one of five $2,000 scholarships that Elevation gave to deserving English language learners so they could pursue a higher education. The scholarship is a result of our Take the Pledge initiative. The idea is simple. You take the pledge to advocate for English language learners in your community, and for each pledge received, Elevation adds $1 to the scholarship fund. If you haven't taken the pledge yet, please visit takethepledge.net and help support students like Maria, who is currently finishing her first semester at the University of Oklahoma. In our conversation, Maria and I discuss the ELL experience, the importance of family and teacher support, future plans, and even the profound influence of a book called Don Quixote. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Bienvenida, Maria. Felicidades por ganar la beca. Muchas gracias. Fue algo muy interesante para mí. En serio que sí. Great. So we'll shift over to English for our non-Spanish speaker uh, audience members. Um, but uh, but we're going to talk to Maria here about uh, her winning of the Take the Pledge scholarship from Elevation. So Maria, I'd like to start off by asking you, where, where is your family originally from and, and why did you all decide to come to the U.S.? Uh, my family is originally from Mexico, obviously. And my parents both grew up in Zacatecas, Mexico. It's, I'm not actually sure where it's at located, if I'm being honest. I was actually born here in Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And yeah, so they came, my parents came here 25 years ago to give me and my siblings a better life. And obviously it's paying off now. Um, my older sister is graduating, just graduated with her associate's degree under criminal justice. And, you know, I'm next. So it's pretty interesting and pretty, I'm pretty glad my parents decided to come to the United States. That's great. A common story coming here so that there's opportunities for the, for, for the children. And I'm really happy to hear that both you and your sister um, are able to pursue uh, a higher education. So the next question I wanted to ask you is, is um, you know, you're, you're sort of a typical a case of somebody who's born in the United States, identified as an English language learner. So what was that experience like um, being an English language learner in Tulsa early on? Well, early on, I don't think many kids really are aware of what they're in, like English language learner development programs, just because they're so young. And, you know, for many, I feel like it's just a necessity that they believe they have to have these classes or these extra courses or, you know, the help they need. For me personally, 
it was, I believe it was third grade when I like tested out of it. But for those previous years, I had a teacher who I generally still see around and I care for her. And I'm so grateful that she was there to help me even as a kid, obviously. Her name was Miss Ramey and she was the one who helped me get test out of it and take all these classes that I needed to take, obviously. Gave me the extra time I needed to be able to be at the standards that all these other kids were at because they didn't have these English issues. Yeah, and it sounds like you were able to, like you said, test out pretty early in the third grade. And actually, you started to get to my next question, which was um, if there was a class or a teacher who had a profound impact on your education. It sounds like uh, Miss Ramey early on did as well. Was there any anybody else or any particular class as well that you feel like you could call out as having a, a, an important influence on your experience in Tulsa schools? Definitely. I can say that I'm one of those students where I have a connection with my teachers And throughout the years, as I've grown up, I've been blessed with the mentors I've had, you know, and how they've guided me. Um, Not just necessarily in my English development, but also just in general in school, whether it was a coach or a gym teacher or whatever, they've helped me out along the ways. And I've had, honestly, two major teachers that have had an insane impact in my life now that I'm older and one of them was my middle school gym teacher slash volleyball coach to this day she still supports me in everything I do and she has been one of the biggest impacts I've had in my life like I said also my current Spanish teacher I can't thank her enough for the patience she has and for literally guiding me through every step of the way through high school and obviously her being my Spanish teacher it was Really, she was really glad I received the scholarship because, you know, it's just you don't get Hispanic kids often receiving scholarships or the way society is shaped. Oh, you know, we get belittled or, you know, just that's the case. And, yeah, she helped me out through throughout this step. And unfortunately, she did not help me with my essay. She did not really like supervise me because she was out on a trip. But she has been a major impact also. And it's crazy because her her daughter's husband was the one who informed me about the scholarship two days before it was due. And I was just like, no way, I'm not going to do this. This is impossible two days before it's due. Like, it's crazy. So, yeah, they've just all helped me out throughout the way. And it's just been a great experience, generally. Well, clearly, despite the fact that your Spanish teacher was not able to help you, your essay came out pretty well because you obviously did win the scholarship. And sometimes... That last minute, uh, you know, I'm definitely guilty of procrastinating and 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 really being able to put out uh, a nice product with little time and clearly be able to do that. And I love it that you're calling out your Spanish teacher because selfishly, I was a Spanish teacher as well for a high school Spanish teacher for a long time. Um, and I, I, you know, those those uh, heritage speakers of Spanish oftentimes would be looked upon. Oh, well, why are you taking Spanish? You know, you're a heritage speaker. Well, there's a lot to learn. And uh, and and you know. The mentorship there that teachers can provide to students, I think, is really important. Um, and I also love it that you called out a coach, someone who uh, was with you outside of school and in school as well in gym. So that's that's wonderful. Thanks for thanks for um, letting us know that those teachers had a, had an important impact on you. So let's transition a little bit to your future plans. I know that you're going to the University of Oklahoma in the fall. Um, what are you most looking forward to about that? Yes, I'm going to OU, so Boomer Sooner. And what am I looking forward to? A lot of things, if I'm being honest. 
I think I'm ready to transition from high school and go into the adult world, as many would say. And it was, to me, for me, it was a long process getting into OU because my ACT score um, would just not, I was not getting higher every time I'd take it. I'd do better on some things or I'd do worse on some other things. It always balance out to a certain score. And I, you know, I thought it was not going to be enough to make it into OU. But obviously, I got admitted and I'm going to OU. I'm undecided with my major, but I've thought a lot about um, majoring in education along with some type of engineering, maybe, or who knows what I decide to do. But I am definitely looking forward to just being in a different environment, one, but also just getting to experience what not many get to experience, and that's furthering my education. Great. Well, I'm glad that uh, that you seem to have an idea of what you want to do and the purposes that you're that you're going there for. Even if you don't have an actual major in mind, that's uh, that's totally fine. If I can give you a little advice, you know, you can take all those general education requirements in the first couple of years and then figure out what you want to do from there. Uh, I do love it that you're thinking about education and engineering as well. Those are certainly two um, worthwhile pursuits. I want to ask you about your about your family. So what, what was their reaction, not only when you won the scholarship, but but seeing you and your sister graduate and obviously um, moving on to to higher education? What's what's been the reaction from your family? Well, to my, my parents have always prioritized our education and I see their daily life struggles and how hard it is one because of the type of government we have and how hard it is once you're undocumented. So I generally appreciate all of the hard work from my parents and it was they've just been extremely supportive they want the best for me and my siblings and well my sister graduated college just two weeks ago and it was a Saturday her graduation was a Saturday and I graduated high school the following Tuesday so that was it was exciting for our family you know having two graduates at once and they just support us every step of the way. They just want us to, they say education opens up many doors and nobody can ever take our education away, which is really true. You know, once we're educated, nobody can really take that away from us. So it's just, I've learned a lot from my parents and it's just really gratifying to have parents that are extremely proud of you. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And I saw a picture um, with your family and they certainly looked really, really proud as well as well they should be. So here's an important question that I think you could probably speak to. I mean, I know you, as you mentioned, you sort of tested out of the Yale program young, but there are a lot of um, younger students coming in to the country or living in the country and, and maybe having some struggles with the language. You um, have proven to be someone who has been successful in high school and is going to go on to higher education. So my question is, what advice would you give to somebody who's an English language learner, just starting to learn English, maybe trying to adapt to the culture even? What advice would you give them for um, for sort of overcoming some of the challenges that maybe you experienced? I grew up in Tulsa, so and I live on East Tulsa, which is a big Hispanic population. And the school I attend, East Central High School, has, I want to say, at least... 75% are Spanish-speaking students. And I think it is important to take the to take it serious, to take your education serious, because if you don't, no one else will, if we're being honest. You know, yes, you have some teachers who care about you, just like I've had them in the past. But 
it's just super hard. And I think anybody can overcome it. Obviously, I was able to test out of it early on. And I think it just requires a lot of studying and just being focused and caring for your education. Because honestly, it's a two-way effort. If you don't care for it, then nobody else will. Yeah, well said. And it sounds like while you have learned English clearly very well, you've also maintained a strong connection to the Hispanic community. Um, I assume you still speak Spanish at home. So language and culture um, are still really important for you, despite having to kind of in some ways um, integrate into into you know your school in Tulsa. Is that right? Yeah. So like my school, like I said, it's majority uh, Spanish speaking students. And, you know, when you have teachers like we have here who generally care for these kids, Spanish speaking kids, it just sucks when it's not like this in every school. You go to another school where majority of the population is Caucasian or African-American or just a different race in general. And the Hispanic kids don't get the support they need. And I feel like that's a necessity, just overcoming these struggles, these obstacles that you face. In general, you know, not only that, I don't only advise the Spanish-speaking kids to learn the English, but I also feel living in East Tulsa, learning Spanish is really important, whether you speak Spanish already or not. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I think it's complicated when kids don't get the support they need and they don't have many options after high school if they don't have the support in high school. Yeah. And it sounds like you're on your way to becoming a pretty solid advocate um, for both sides of the equation, which I think is so important as someone who I am not a heritage speaker of Spanish. I learned um, in school and through traveling and it's been a gift for me, someone who, who grew up um, in the suburbs and did not hear a lot of uh, other languages besides English. Well, my, my father was an immigrant from Greece. So I heard a lot of Greek, but ironically never learned it, but I learned Spanish and it was uh, it continues to be such a wonderful gift. So I'm glad you mentioned the reverse as well. While English language learners need to learn English, it's really, really great. And I think really important for us to promote bilingualism the other way as well. Yeah, definitely. And it just sucks because, you know, the school I attend, they're cutting out the Spanish class for non-Spanish speaking students. And I think that is it's really shocking and upsetting to me because I, you know, I feel for these kids who don't speak English and, you know, having somebody else that's not Spanish speaking students that they can conversate, that they can have a conversation with because their language unites them. It's really interesting. And not only that, it's not just about learning the language, just the culture, living in East Tulsa, learning Spanish allows you to learn about our culture and everything. And just some people generally appreciate it. And it just sucks that they're removing this program from our school. Well, you're in a great position to go back and and try to try to stop that from happening, although I'm sure you're really busy with other things at the moment. Um, so one last question for you, Media. Is there uh, is there a we talked about classes and teachers, but I always like to ask people if there is a book or, or another resource or something that you've seen over um, over your time in high school that hasn't that's had an important influence on you. This is going to be crazy because my Spanish teacher would never expect me saying this, but we read Don Quixote and I just feel like it had an important message overall and i don't want to say it has influenced me because i just read it this year but i think if there's a book that i've enjoyed reading not i didn't really enjoy it but had an important message overall and yeah i think maybe that book 
Yeah, I'm very happy to hear you say that as a, as a former Spanish teacher and a Spanish uh, literature teacher as well. And that book has a way of uh, being one that you don't necessarily enjoy as a student, but somehow when somebody asks you the question after you read it, it creeps into your head as being one of those influential books. And um, I'd encourage everybody to uh, to read the version, even if they can't read it in, uh, in Spanish. It is one of the most widely translated books around, so you can find it in any language. Well, on that uh, note, Maria, ha sido un placer hablar contigo y felicidades por, por ganar la beca y buena suerte con, con todo. Espero que tengas mucho éxito en, en la universidad. I'm sure you will. And thanks for everything. Thanks for taking the time to speak with us. Muchas gracias. Ha sido un placer hablar con usted al igual. Y sí, espero que todo me vaya bien en la escuela y pues a ver lo que Dios quiera voy a hacer. Thanks for listening to Highest Aspirations. If you liked our show, please be sure to join the ELL community at elevationeducation.com slash ELL community, where you'll find all the episodes of Highest Aspirations and other resources to help educators maximize the impact on their English language learners. Also, let us know how we're doing by writing a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts.